Hey everybody, this is Ian Reed Twist, pastor at Holy Cross Episcopal Church in Novi, Michigan. And today's sermon was preached on September 15th, 2019. And uh, that was a day that we actually didn't use the regular lectionary readings, but we transferred the Feast of the Holy Cross to that day so that we could celebrate our feast day because that's the that's what our church is named after is Holy Cross. So um, the readings are less relevant to the sermon, so I'm not going to read them in this podcast. I'm just going to go straight to the sermon. So hope you enjoy it. Has it ever struck you as odd that we Christians have turned the cross into a symbol of who we are? Has it? I've been thinking about this all week as I prepare for Holy Cross Day. The most important moment for us is not Jesus' crucifixion, but his resurrection, right? A lot of people got crucified. Jesus was resurrected. And yet the cross gets a lot more veneration than the empty tomb. We slap it up on billboards and bumper stickers, host it, hoist it to the tops of our church steeples for all the world to see, proudly wear it on chains around our necks, even call it holy, and name our churches after it. How crazy is that? I'm going to move back a little bit because I'm hearing some uh, feedback. It is off. All right. I think that's better. So anyway, how crazy is that? Imagine doing any one of those things with the image of a guillotine or like an electric chair, and you'll get a sense of what I mean. I mean, even if your god had died on one and then come back to life, is that what you'd turn into your brand logo? Oh yeah, Texas executed my messiah in one of these, and then he miraculously came back to life. Isn't that a shocker? Sorry. I just can't help myself. The whole idea really seems kind of barbaric, doesn't it? Especially when you consider that the cross was not just an instrument of execution, but of shameful execution, reserved for people who dared to challenge the Roman state. Crucifixion made a humiliating example out of its victims as they died a slow, torturous death, naked, on public display for the world to see. There was nothing noble or dignified or distinguished about dying on a cross. So in what sense is the cross holy? Why are we the church of the Holy Cross and not the church of the empty tomb? These are the kinds of questions that have been nibbling at my mind all week. And I admit I was coming up pretty empty with an answer, at least that satisfied me. Until I remembered an episode I heard of this podcast called Rough Translation. And the title of the episode was When Failure is a Four-Letter Word. That'll make sense to you in a minute. It told the story of this young entrepreneur in Mexico City, a guy named Pepe, who tried to launch a news outlet. 
that would use citizen journalists to report on government corruption, which was not getting well covered in the media. And he worked so hard at this thing, and he got all these people to write for him, but he was never able to get the company to make money through ad revenues or subscriptions. And after a couple years, he ran out of cash, and he had to tell all his writers and editors and web designers that the idea had flopped. And Pepe felt a lot of shame about this failure. He didn't talk much about it afterwards. Or if he did, he would frame it as a brief stepping stone to something else, you know? Like, yeah, well, it didn't work, but now I'm doing this. So one night, Pepe was hanging out with a bunch of his friends and work colleagues at a bar. And somebody suggested that they go around the table and each share the story of their worst failure. And he was like, oh, what a terrible idea. But then, as they started to do it, something magical took place. They laughed at the funny stories and cried at the tragedies. Pepe himself wept in front of these people who were business associates. He said, I connected with a part of myself that I didn't want to acknowledge. And it felt cathartic in a very good way. The experience was so powerful that he and his friends invited more people for a second night of failure stories. And the event just took off. They called it screw up night, only with an obscenity in place of the word screw, <laughs> which you can imagine I will not repeat here. Soon they had to move it to a larger venue because it was so popular. And within months, people in other countries who had heard about it were contacting Pepe to start their own. What were those nights about? People sharing their most humiliating stories for others to witness and acknowledge. People taking their shame, their shame, and putting it out there, claiming it, and in the process transforming it from that which could not be spoken of to that which most deeply connects us with one another. I don't know about you, but to me, an experience of that which most deeply connects us is an experience of the holy. So if we're going to use Christian language for screw-up night, we might say that it was about people turning the crosses they were carrying, those burdens of guilt and suffering, into vessels for the holy. It was about making holy crosses. Which is maybe why we have latched onto the cross as the primary symbol for our religion. Because when we face and name our shame, it no longer has power over us. Because the lowest moment in our story, like the lowest moment in Jesus' story, can actually become the moment that deeply connects us to one another. A door that opens onto the holy. That's why I think at the beginning of his first letter to the Corinthians, Paul makes this famous announcement that the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. 
worldly wisdom would say that it's foolish to take a degrading thing that we've done or had done to us and put it on display for others. But God's wisdom promises that doing so can liberate and connect us, sanctify us in ways that are powerful and healing. And that's why we call the cross holy. It reminds us that we are trying to live into Jesus' statement that the truth will make you free. Amen. Okay, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to this week's sermon. And if you want more information about me or the church, you can always go to our website, holycrossnovi, that's N-O-V-I dot org. And in the meantime, have a blessed week, and you can find more sermons as we publish them in the same place you found this one. Take care.